Okay. Check one, two. All right. Go ahead. Ready? Check your mic. Okay. Checking. You're good. You. One, two, one, two. We are with Cousin Judy. <laughs> Check the mic and make sure it sound right, boys. Hey, listeners. Ever wonder what it would be like to blow up your comfort zone at the tender age of 50? Well, we did just that. When our last kid went off to college, we hit the road in search of a new hometown. Now we bounce from city to city and bring you along for the ride. This is the Skip Town All-Stars podcast. Welcome back, All-Stars, to another special edition where we have our favorite cousin, (laughs) Cousin Judy. She's back. Uh, Today we are going to be talking about cruises with your favorite and mine, Cousin Judy. (laughs) Welcome back. Thank you for coming back. Thanks, yeah. To the show. And by coming back, I mean, thank you for inviting us back to your house. (laughs) (laughs) It's fun talking to Cousin Judy. We had a great time talking to her about travel within the United States and our uh, last visit with her. And this time, we're going to rack her brain about all things cruises. That's right. Uh, But before we get into that, you actually brought a second special guest. Why don't you tell us what we have here? (laughs) Yes. This is a a very special handmade ornament that I got from... one of the village ladies in Zimbabwe. Zimbabwe. Oh, so we're going to have it as our, um, what do you Mascot. call it? Yes. Mascot. Yeah. She's we're our gonna... spiritual advisor for this episode. I like it. Very cute. Uh, okay. So cruises. I used to work on cruise ships. I was there for, I was on Carnival Cruise Lines and then Holland America for a, a total of a year. And because of that, and because of what I had seen below deck, I was always very hesitant to take Denise (laughs) on a cruise, uh, just because I was like, I don't know, they're kind of dirty, they're kind of filthy down there. Um, Sometimes there's water problems. Let's be clear. You said. I will never take you on a cruise ship. I know what the food is like. I know what they do with it. We will never go. It's true. But uh, it seems to be that I, again, am in the minority because tons of people are taking cruises all over the world. So we're going to talk about that today. Questions. Why does everyone over the age of 65 go on a cruise? Well, that's a pretty easy question to answer because as, as we get older, uh, it's much and more, much, much more difficult for us to hop on and off a train with our luggage, you know, to 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 negotiate the the highways of a foreign country and in, in a rental car without being scared to death all the time. Okay, right? and to have that, and also for a lot of people to have that that question of the unknown. I'd really like to see this this city. I'd really like to go to this place, but I I. I don't know where I would stay. And, you know, there's really not much right. else to do there, maybe. Okay. Or, so instead of having to travel around and take trains, planes, and automobiles, then it's a one-stop thing. You you get on the, the cruise ship, you unpack, and then you don't pack up until you leave again. So that that is, okay. I mean, that's a very, very big draw for people who are, who are and especially people who have, already traveled to a lot of places maybe in their younger days they they did that backpack thing around europe sure. or maybe they did the the train thing around europe if they were could afford more than backpacking got it and so now they're ready for a little bit more of a not i won't say pampered because it's not necessarily every cruise line pampers you there are 
certainly top echelon ones, but um, it's just that that you you feel you feel safe, you feel secure, you feel like you know you, you've got guides to to handle everything for you. You don't have to worry about if you got a guide who doesn't show up or a guide who takes you to, you know. A strip show instead of right, <laughs> right, right, uh huh. You know, instead of it, it, instead of the Moulin Rouge, it's right. a seedy strip show. And uh-huh. <laughs> sounds like my kind the of Mo-Mark. excursion. <laughs> <laughs> so that that's basically you know that's basically the the reason that that most people over especially over sixty, mm. and even really over fifty five nowadays, and and the cruise cruises have really really truly morphed into the type of thing where they can, you know, they can offer some really good in-depth excursions, not just like, okay, get off and, and Pietro here, the Italian guy will get on the bus and he'll drive you down to, to Herculaneum or, you know, to Pompeii and then grab your headsets and you're on your own kind of thing. It's, it's morphed into very personalized. They've become, very, very more astute at their their destinations where and their stops that they're making on these cruise lines. And they try try to, especially these days, hire all local guides. Oh, wow. and okay. And that's very, very important. Why? But well, how are they doing it in the past? Well, they may have somebody who's um, you know, on board the ship as as an entertainer, oh, yeah. so to speak, or whatever, yeah. and he might run the that oh, that shore excursion. Really? For you. Okay. But now they've become very attuned to the fact that people want a good experience. If they want to just to be on a cruise ship, they'll just head to the Caribbean. That's it. You know, yeah. and and get off and go to a beach and lie in the sun or whatever. Okay. Um. But now they're you know they've they've become. You know whether they're upscale or even budgetary these days, they've become much more attuned to what what a clientele what the clientele wants. And I mean, it especially since COVID, they can't build enough ships to keep up. I know it's crazy. Seriously, I've read so okay, many hold. stories. Yeah. Okay, yeah. that makes no sense because after COVID, you would think people would not want to be on a ship with a million people. No. Wait, ab- why? Ab- absolutely the opposite. Because there again, the cruise industry has has had its metamorphosis and, and they now understand, you know, um they're they're very much highly regulated as far as sanitation goes. I mean highly regulated these days. Mm. So they they feel much more comfortable now than they did, you know, let's say twenty years ago or yeah, however long it was. was when I was on boats. Yeah. So it's it's a very, very changed industry. And so people now feel much more comfortable. So that that's why. And and not only that, but they stopped the shipbuilding for a while during COVID. And so now everybody's scrambling to to get, you know, on a cruise that they if they if they have a, you know, a, a specialty cruise that they want to go on. Right. It's it's it can be difficult. I had a client who's been waiting two years for a cruise from um, Tahiti to Auckland because he wanted a cruise that stopped in Singapore. Which the last time he went, he missed out on Singapore. So, uh, you know that kind of thing. It, there are people who are very particular about that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And again, like I said, there are people who've been to destinations before, and now maybe they want to revisit those destinations, but they don't want the hassle of, like I said, the train, plane, automobile, checking in and out of hotels constantly, right. and that kind of thing. So I have a question because I've never been on a cruise. When you when you're on a cruise. And you want to book an excursion? 
you have to you book it through the cruise line and all you do is show up and they have the car waiting for you and everything else or does everyone does everyone on a ship do an excursion at every port or does some people stay no, no, back no no because there are plenty of for instance i was on a ship once that that stopped in sorrento Really? This is my fourth time to Sorrento. I think I'm just going to stay on the boat. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, so, uh, you know, that certainly happens because there might be other ports that you really want to go to right. on that particular cruise. So maybe there's one port or even two. So, it, you know, everybody's very different. And, and I think we talked about this before. A lot of people really enjoy days at sea. That's not for me. I right. get completely bored. Okay. For days at sea. So if there's someone who wants a cruise that is is that is in that same mindset that I am about that, then I would find them a cruise that has no days at sea. Right, right. You know, so you look uh, for that. Explain that for our listeners. So days at sea would be a, a type of cruise from where to where? Well, it can be anywhere. For instance, um let's say the cruise started in um in Haifa. Okay. In in uh, Israel. Israel. Mm-hmm. And then your next stop was right, let's say, right down the road, you know, just south of, you know, Tel Aviv, let's say. Okay. But then after that, you were headed to um, Bodrum, which is on the southern coast of Turkey. Yeah. So you're going to need a day to get to, to Bodrum. Sure. So that would be a day at sea. Or let's say you're going, you're crossing from... You know, you're going, let's say, from Rome, and the first stop is actually Messina, Sicily. Okay. Then that's going to be a day at sea. Right. So it's not just the transatlantic crossings or what we in yeah. the industry so call those are repositioning. The ones where it's like you get so many days at right, sea. Right. The right. Ones where you're but actually- you know, can be like five days at, at sea. Not not in a row though. Yes, in yeah. a row because you're. Let's say you're oh, taking a train. Oh. What we call a transitioning cruise <laughs> what did in, you, a, what, in you a row it, it just starts flying at some point no. like, <laughs> you no. better you better have a, it's a lot of spa days and bridge oh, days you yeah know? i was thinking that you break and that so, that up like there's the nowhere point. to there's break it nowhere up there's nowhere to break it up there's no land oh i don't that that's a long time in the water it is a so long usually time in the water. those happen let's say there's a repositioning cruise from um Barcelona or Madeira or Cadiz or that area. That's one of the main repositioning cruise areas that, you know, that uh, or even Lisbon. And they'll hit maybe a couple of ports, uh, maybe in the Azores even before they head out to the open Atlantic. Right. And then it's it's five days if you're coming to Fort Lauderdale, maybe even six. Sometimes if you're just going to New York, it might only be four. Okay, got it. But wow. that's, that's a lot of days. But I have, you know, clients in the past who absolutely adore that. They okay. love being that's on the boat that long. I'm and like, I'm always like, you know what? I, I can sit at home and watch TV yeah. or sit by yeah. my own pool. I don't have to pay such and such, you know, right. $300 a night to do but that. But for some people who don't have a pool and some people who don't see the sun, you know, live in like the Northwest or the North, like, you know, not a climate that always lends itself to many months of being sunny and warm, then that sounds like a dream. Well, sometimes yes, but it all always depends on the W. The weather. The the weather. weather. Are you telling me that somebody from like North Dakota would go could go on a cruise thinking they're gonna be out to sea for five days with sun and it could rain? Yeah. Oh, and it can be very choppy. Because normally the repositioning cruises happen in in 
for instance, April, when they're coming from Europe to come down to the Caribbean, usually like towards the, you know, uh, uh, or going back over rather from from the Caribbean or, or Fort Lauderdale or Miami, let's say. Okay. So that's usually like anywhere from the first to mid-April. You never know what storms are out there in the Atlantic, yeah. you know, in, in, in April. Okay. You know, and then the same thing coming back. They're all headed back like mid-October, at least the third, maybe even the third Ooh. week of October. Yeah. I remember so, on one particular cruise, and I think it was around mm-hmm. the time, like, uh, so one of my ports was Miami. And somewhere past Cuba, probably on the way to uh, South America somewhere, I remember we had some really rough weather. I felt fortunate. I already had my sea legs at that point. Yeah. And I remember I was walking down one of the corridors and I saw one of the cabin stewards uh, all the way at the other end. And it was the weirdest um, it was the weirdest perspective because it literally looked like the boat was rocking so hard. It he looked like bouncing. it looked like the hallway turned and smacked him in the head. <laughs> <laughs> and it was really just like we were both like stumbling around yeah. or whatever. But I remember he oh, took a shot yeah. against the wall yeah. because it had tilted so hard. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, I, I now I kind of know what you're talking about. Yeah. And, and I had that experience once uh, in the Tasman Sea. Um off the South Island of New Zealand, where the the boat was literally locked. We were literally locked down for three days. What does that mean, locked down? They they locked our balcony doors. We could not go out on our balconies. They locked the entrances to the outside decks. You could not go out on, on an outside deck. They closed the gym. They closed the salon. They closed the spa. Wow. So you were just... I've never had that experience. Yeah. So you were forced to just stay in your cabin inside the dining room and all of that area mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. Oh, oh for safety reasons right yeah, of course. right exactly wow. so it happens i mean nobody can ever predict the weather mm-hmm. yeah. you know so yeah. it 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 does happen but you know i would try to direct my clients to you know a uh, uh, a specific time of year for instance on river cruises you have to be very careful because especially on the danube which is uh not a truly, truly deep, deep river. And if it gets too high and the boats can't get, the river boats can't get through the locks, they take you off and put you on a bus. Wow. Or if the river gets too low and they've had a drought, they take you off and put you on a bus. Now, who wants to go climbing aboard a bus for the next three days of a trip when you were supposed to be on this beautiful river cruise? Right, right. So you you have to be very careful about, you know, the timing of where you go and, and when you go. Those uh, trips that have multiple sea days, those are a little less expensive, correct? In terms of budget? only the, the tr- only the transitioning, the transition only the transitioning, because a lot of the trips, especially to to the South American trips, mm-hmm. or I, there aren't many going to the Baltic these days. But if you were headed, let's say from Dover over to the Baltic, might be two days at sea right. in a row. A lot of the a lot of the. Uh, the trips that would include like Tahiti mm-hmm. and Bali and those, if you're making your way then down to Singapore or over to, to Auckland or New Zealand or, or somewhere, then that's going to have a couple of days back to back at sea. Um, but, but none of them would have the four or five days that, that right. you, you know, in a row, yeah. definitely. I yeah. mean, I have a friend who's on a round the world cruise right now. Uh-huh. And I, it's a 120 day cruise. Right. So I'm sure she's going to probably have 20 days of that at sea. 
Wow. You know, maybe yeah. even 25. But since she's going around the world, it's, yeah, you know, it's to right. be ex- expected. Kind of it's part of the part Or of if the you're going around the continent of Africa, let's say. Yeah. You know, it's not like Rome to Sorrento or, right. you know, right. it, it's not like... It's not like Bordeaux to Provence to Marseille. You know, you can't How get there. How long does a cruise around the continent of Africa take? Um, it, it depends. They're usually about 12 or 14 days, depending on. And then you might have some ground time. You might start in Cape Town, for instance. Um, so that's that's usually about 10 or 12 days. And that's for people who maybe they've already done safaris. Maybe they've already done the interior. Okay. They just want to do something different, but they want to go back to that continent. So out of those 14 days, how many port cities would you get on average? Um, well, let's say it's 12 days. You probably get maybe like nine ports. Oh, wow. Okay. That's yeah. a lot. Yeah. Okay. yeah. okay. For people who don't want to be bouncing from car to plane, this and that, you are really bouncing from boat to land, boat to land quite a bit. I mean, that's a lot of in and out. Well, it's it's not really that way because they the cruise ships now since every port in the world has a you know St. Bart's didn't used to have a you know they're building one oh okay and and um, on um, what else is the other island down there St. Lucia didn't used to have one now they have a, a port so the ships come right up there into port all you have to do is walk down that little gangplank and get right onto your or normally, they're most most of the time they're docked right at in town. So, mm-hmm. for instance, when the ship docks at Rhodes, Rhodes Town in in Greece on the island of Rhodes, uh-huh. it's a hundred fifty yard walk to right in the middle of Rhodes Town. Okay, you know, or to your your minivan or whatever you're taking out to Lindos or somewhere else on on the island on your excursions. You know, or if you have hired a, a private, you know secured a, a, a private excursion because you don't like any of those that they're offering, mm-hmm. that car will come right up to the, the ship. Got it. In in most places. You know, there are some smaller places, but it, in most places, that's, that's And the other uh, point is you don't have to bring your stuff with you every single time you're coming off the no. ship to go <laughs> yeah. into town. Like every that's, time you come to a port, you just, you know, all your clothes are still hanging in your cabin. Right. And, so. and I think that's how my husband really got hooked. And besides that, he always thought that 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 uh, sailing cruise ship sailing was so formal and you had to get dressed up every night and all of this but there again the industry has really changed a lot i mean you except for a couple of formal nights on certain cruise lines no tie okay you know and you can even get away with you can be belligerent enough to say I refuse to wear a sport coat and they're not going to throw you out. Kind okay, of thing. and that's on most cruise lines. Yes, now. but okay. this this was a, a cruise line that was almost like yachting. It was a very small ship. It even had sails. Yeah. Oh, beautiful. Um, um, and it was very very relaxed. Open collar shirt. You know, no reservations what for dinner. What cruise line that is this? Of, <laughs> that's what what called, boat was that? That's called Windstar. Windstar. Yeah. Okay. And, and they have, I believe they now have four ships, actually. How but many people it. are allowed, like how many people can come on the ship? How, like it's like 150, 75, 20? On that, that Windstar? On that particular yeah. ship, I believe it was about 90. Okay. Um, so extremely small. Yes. Yeah. And then the next lineup that has very, very small, intimate ships is Silver Sea. Silver Sea, I've never heard of. They, they have very small, intimate ships. 
Okay. Uh, what's the, the what they... is Ingrid Bergman's daughter's name? Oh, Candace Bergman. Candace, no, right? No, it's not Candace, but it's, 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 um, she's an actress too. Oh, Isabella Rosalini. Isabella, Isabella yeah. Rosalini. Yes. Me for the one. Well, she's, she is the godmother oh, of that. the Silver Sea ships. What do you mean? Oh. Yeah, she, she's, well, usually. Oh, you mean she's like, their spokesperson? Yes. Okay. And, and, well, I don't know if she is anymore, probably well, since COVID, but, um, and, and she was called the godmother, mother. So she christens all the ships and although oh. they only have. They only have four ships. Okay. But their ships run anywhere from about 250 to about 450 passengers, which is very, very small comparatively to, as I'm sure you're probably aware. Yeah. You know. The, I'm not. The Norwegian gym or whatever one of the Norwegians can house as many as 6,000 people. Okay. Yeah. So here's my question. When you have a ship with the 6,000 people... How do you do excursions for all of them? Uh, how many people to an excursion? Like fifty? Yeah, probably. And they have it. They, you know, they have it down pat, pretty much. They that means there's trucks, yes, buses lined yes, up. Yes, uh, for those ships. Yes. Okay. Yes, um, I'm lucky enough to stay. Say I've never been on one of those big ships like that. Oh, okay. Well, the largest I've been on it was um, a, a a Regent ship, which back then they were known as Radisson. Okay. But now they the line has changed their name to Regent. And I believe that it was the um it was the Diamond, the Re- which no longer exists, but uh it I believe the it was 800 passengers. Okay. So that's the largest ship I've I've been on. Oh, well, but I... I have visited other ships. I've been down to Fort Lauderdale to a uh, a cruise agents, you know, conference and we're yeah. we we're allowed to board, you know, their newest ships and whatnot. So I've been on a Norwegian ship. I've been on an MSC cruise ship. Uh-huh. Um, I've been on a Royal Caribbean cruise ship. Okay. Uh, so I have been on, I just haven't cruised on one. Got it. But okay. it's it's overwhelming in, in size. And Yeah, they really are. I mean, I was um, on the Carnival Imagination, and mm-hmm. I think it was maybe two to 3,000 passengers, yeah. if I'm not yeah. mistaken, back yeah. then. It was considered really large. Yeah. Um, but uh, to your earlier question, uh, yeah, I remember when we went to the Mayan ruins, uh-huh. there were like four buses of people oh, yeah. that day. Oh, at oh, least. So okay. they would truck yeah. us all out okay. there. And, yeah. yeah. All right, so let's get into the nitty gritty. Since you've done so many of these, uh, I'm not going to ask you yet for dirt or anything like that. On we're getting we're getting life. into that. We are getting into that. But I just I want to know uh, favorite cruises you've ever taken uh, in different parts of the world, or just name that like a domestic cruise, an international cruise, one of each. I've I've never taken a domestic cruise because okay. those are really only river cruises and there okay, are a couple of sense. companies that specialize in them. They may go up and down the Mississippi sure. or they may go up along the coast of Maine and Massachusetts or they may go down along the coast of Virginia, North and South Carolina. Um or they may do the Snake River out in, you know, okay. out west. But um, so I ha- I have not done one well, of those. Okay, so but, what but, about uh, like leaving from a domestic port, like leaving from Miami or leaving from? I've left on a cruise from Miami a couple of times. Uh-huh. Um, I did a cruise last January, which was a pretty comprehensive island cruise. Um, we hit you know all the Saints, Saint okay. Bart, Saint Lucia, Saint Martin. Okay. Um, and then Antigua. And St. John's and the 
BBI. So it, okay. it was a, it, you know, it was a pretty comprehensive Turks and Caicos. So How long it was, was a that? pretty, it must have been like a couple It was 14 weeks. days. Okay, yeah. yeah. It was 14 days. And we would not have had a day at sea, at sea except that St. John's wouldn't let us dock. Wouldn't oh. even let us dock. Really? Well, they were still in COVID kind of. Oh, uh, they were in, you know, they, they were, were still in, yeah, they were still in. And, um, so you were asking about, you know, sanitation and, and that kind of thing and whatnot. So now there is in um, most ports, they have set up this protocol where the, the ship has to report any COVID cases that they may have on board. Mm-hmm. And if they report more than like 5% of the entire number of people on board, they are not allowed to, to dock. Oh, Wow. So, for instance, if there okay. are if there are three hundred passengers, which is about what there were on on this Caribbean cruise, and let's say there are three hundred personnel, mm-hmm. that's six hundred people. Mm-hmm. So, if 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 they hit that thirty, <clears throat> excuse me, if they hit that thirty mark yeah. of positive COVID cases, uh-uh, go away. We don't want you anywhere near us. Oh wow! Because you know it was twenty twenty one. It was still sure. It's sure. not as if you know COVID is was quite as dormant then as it is, mm-hmm. you know, right now, right now. So, but, uh, so they have all kinds of, of, of protocols and, and I, and it's gotten even more stringent right. since, since oh, COVID. Wow. So I personally, I don't think anybody should be afraid sanitation wise to take a, a cruise, okay. As, yeah, right. spe- okay. especially depending on which cruise line you choose. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, let's talk <laughs> about that. Because if you have a very, very large cruise ship, let's say you have 6,000 passengers, yeah. and let's say you have let's say you have 2,500 crew members, what are the chances that a percentage of those crew members are not going to be as stringent in their hygiene as they would if you only had, say, 400 well, I can tell you from the smell Ooh. down on D deck, oh. this percentage is really high. But anytime you have a larger number, you're going to have a larger percentage totally. of of that possibility. So out of 2,500 crew members, there's going to be a certain percentage of them that aren't as actively hygienic as they okay. sh- should be or supposed to be. Whereas you have crews, crew members who are on a higher tiered cruise line mm-hmm. then they they vet them very I mean and they check them constantly okay and there if if you have you know let's say 500 passengers on that boat you may well only you know you may have 250 is all crew members instead of 2500 right like okay, one right, of course, one crew of course, because a yeah. lot of them do they advertise that they like to say we have one crew member for every, every two person pas- no or well close to every two passengers oh that's yeah. impressive don't you think yeah. that is impressive yes. from a service standpoint right yeah. but she's yes. saying also then for you to be careful from a sanit- sanitary standpoint exactly yeah, if they yeah. can keep a lid on it sure right so right. we talked last time we were with you we talked about vacation trends like some places are more trending than others during uh certain times of a decade i mean honestly like it, it could be like in the 90s it was one thing 2000s another whatever even five years ago people were doing you know what dude ranches are there trends in cruises yes w- and, what is the current trend oh river boats yeah they cannot build enough river river boats to keep up with, with right? the, are you talking the about domestic or international river well boats? both Oh, tell but, us about that. But uh, especially, especially uh, 
you know, European river cruises because they were always like tout, not really highly touted. And they were like, you know, I don't, but they, they gained their, they gained a lot of ground by, by the correct marketing is what they did. Oh, what is you that? Know, they said, stop right in town, walk right off the boat and, and go right to the flower market in Amsterdam and that oh, kind of thing. Okay. Take your bicycle from the boat and, and just, you know, start, tooling around the the villages or whatever in this country right in there you don't have to take a bus you're right, right there right um so so that's how, i mean it was it was it was really pretty much strictly marketing on on their part and i'm sure everybody watches pbs and and there isn't a, hardly a person in the universe that hasn't heard of viking yeah river cruises okay tell us about those so they have probably they're the largest river cruise line and they have probably oh i don't know they maybe have Two dozen boats. Oh, it's a lot. Yeah, and and the there there are a lot of boats now plying these rivers. That um, that of course you know it used to be maybe I don't know half a dozen boats during one you know one particular uh, let's say couple of weeks stretch yeah. on the Danube or the Rhine. Okay. Well, now there's like forty of them. Ooh. I mean, I've even stopped at certain at certain ports where we had to. They lay the planking out, and you go up on the top deck, and you actually have to walk over two more boats that got there before you to dock. Are you kidding? Oh wow! Yeah. Okay, but it's it's still very small. I mean, these these ships are very small. They're very intimate. Um, when you say small, give me a number. Okay, so let's say. Um, at most, like 150 passengers. Oh, that is very small. Okay. Um, maybe some of them as low as 90. The When I went on the Nile cruise, uh, my boat held uh, 55. Oh, my gosh. Well, wow. it's the Nile. I mean, it's not, you know, right. you right. Can't, it can't handle those bigger, much bigger boats. So, so for the most part, I think it's it's either about 90 or less, 90 at the most on the on the Nile cruise boats. Wow. Is it, I'm assuming, but tell me, the smaller boats are really expensive, is my guess. Again, never been on a river, on a, on a cruise ship, but I'm, I'm hearing small numbers. I'm like, ooh, thinking in my head, personalized service, really good food, Premier really expensive. Exclusivity. Is that true? Well, it depends on the destination. You know, it, it depends if you're going to, uh, let's say, the Douro River in Portugal. Mm -hmm. It might not, of course, be as expensive as going on the Nile because it's much more complicated for for crew members and for uh, local guides and uh, in in Egypt than it is in Portugal. Okay, I mean they have to find exactly the right people. Okay, you know they pay a premium for their people that you know are highly vetted and. Um, so it's like really any vacation you could have twenty people. Both going on a cruise, but one could be almost double in price because of location. Just like, correct. Like someone going to Mexico, twenty people going to Mexico, or like going to Miami and Orange Beach. All right, there we go. <laughs> I was gonna say, I was gonna say Mexico or Hawaii. You have twenty people going to Hawaii, twenty people going to Mexico. Those prices are gonna be much different. Right. Ex so it's exactly. the same. So depending on destination of this riverboat, that will also determine the price. Correct, and also 
uh, the the river cruise people have realized that they needed to expand and not just say, get on my boat here and get off my boat there. They offer pre and post cruise packages. Like oh, spend yeah? two nights in Amter- Amsterdam beforehand. Ooh. And it's all and it's all put together by the cruise line. You don't have to like oh, do it on your own. Would sell me. Or or you could or say, you know, spend um, you know, spend uh, a, a night in Basel, bef- you know, before mm-hmm. or after the cruise, or spend uh, spend uh, two nights in Lisbon before the cruise. That's perfect, or, Denise. You can do the cruise, and I'll spend two nights in Amsterdam. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> For instance, on the Dan, most of the Danube cruises, they almost always offer you an extension, or a pre-extension, or a post-extension, either in Budapest or Prague. No. It my my thought is in the past, like when I was like past, I'm like 10, 15 years ago, let's say 15 years ago, I have friends who took cruises. They would book after a cruise their own hotel somewhere. So what people used to have to do on their own, now cruise ships are, are putting those packages Absolutely. together for you. So it's like oh. one stop shopping. You don't have to you don't have to go to the effort like, OK, well, how far am I from the cruise terminal? And am I, you know, yeah. you know, once again. It's they'll do everything for you. When did and, this start? Oh, for the river cruises, the pretty the much packages. the 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 ocean going cruises have been doing that for quite a while. I'd say 15, 60, 15 years at least. Maybe maybe they were even. putting together like trips. The higher echelon tiered higher end cruises. I'm like I had not heard they, that before. They okay. were doing they they do that. Okay. Um. Not so much, you know, like Carnival. carnivals. Yeah, <laughs> and, we know carnival. And, I know carnival. Yeah. Car- yeah, carnival and, is basically and, spring break on a boat. Yeah, or it's like a thousand. It's or it's like Disney World on a boat. Yeah, it's and and the there two. is a new entry, although I'm sure the level of service and food products and and that kind of thing is much much higher. But but uh, Mr. Branson has now, of course, launched Virgin Cruises. Oh, yeah. When did he do I that? Can't imagine what that's like. uh, about a year. But everything just he fit. does is so amazing. But it's yeah. but it's from it's really geared towards the young person. Sure. sure. I, I had uh, a friend to take it and with her other girlfriends, and they're in their mm, late forties okay. to mid fifties. And um, that's I mean, what you they, define they had, young people as. Yeah. I'm, I'm very flattered. <laughs> that by the is way. awesome. Oh my gosh, that's us. I was thinking twenty something. No, no, no. That's we no. I the said virgin they boat. went, but they told me later oh. that the that the average age oh. on this cruise was probably thirty. Oh All yeah, right. too I pre- old. I your compliments. Yeah. Sorry, they're too old. Yeah, we were not wah, being complimented. Wah. Too old. Okay, We're so too he, old for Richard Branson's new cruise. Yeah, he wants he wants young pretty people. We're not sexy enough. No. Okay, so really quick, let's go back to what we were saying before uh, we interrupted you. So the mainstream upper echelon, like the the ocean boats, upper mm-hmm. echelon, were doing package tours, including stays overnight in a country. 15 years ago, the 15, river boat. Maybe even 20 years ago. Wow. But the river boats didn't really catch on to that till maybe about, I don't know, maybe about 10 years ago. Okay. Maybe eight or ten years ago. What's the benefit of either one? Like, like if I wanted to go on a cruise, which I do, and he doesn't, but why would you sell me a river? Why would you sell me ocean? Well, for instance, river cruises go inland. Oceans stop at ports. So that's a that's a very different animal. Plus a river, and some people like this and some people don't, a river cruise ship is much more intimate. Okay. There's maybe a, a, a lounge area, not 
maybe twice the size of the area we're sitting in now. Mm -hmm. And there's a a small restaurant area, and it's always the same restaurant. It's not like you get a choice of three or four different restaurants like you would on a huge ocean cruise. There may be a a postage stamp-sized pool, you know, which there have been on the ones I've been on, Um, but you can't really get more than 10 people in there without it being super crowded. Right, right. Um, it's more geared towards the, the small ports, the small towns that people want to stop. Let's say they, you know, want to stop in Bucharest or they want to stop in Rotenburg or they want to stop in, in Rudesheim or they want to stop in, in really small, interesting places, you know, rather than, rather than stopping in Rome and Livorno and Bordeaux and Barcelona and and those kind of places. Usually it's people who've been there, done that kind of thing. I was just going to ask you, is it really more for the well-traveled person to do a riverboat then? Because they've already done the big cities. It is. It's it's pretty much normally that way. Oh, Uh, wow. That's that, that people who have... There's usually not any first timers for a riverboat cruise. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. yeah. They're really seeking to like know a little bit more about the country they've already been, where they've already been to a port. Yeah. Or yeah, country. and to go, like I said, to go to some inland spots on, right. on that on that country. You know, like Nuremberg in Germany, for oh, wow. instance, and that kind of thing. Okay. It sounds like also, and tell me if I'm wrong, doing a port trip, <clears throat> a, a boat trip that goes to the ports. Um, when you compared to a river, when you go to the river, you're really going for the um, the location. Whereas a a, a port boat, um, an ocean boat, uh, you're doing the boat experience because you're getting the spa and the and the ten thousand right. pools and yeah. the five different dining halls. Exactly. Okay. So it's 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 exactly that. It's a much more laid back. Nobody dresses for dinner Got at it. all. Right. It's a much more laid back situation. On the know? river. On the river. Yes. Yeah. Got it. Yes. Okay, so we've been beating around the bush, but now it's time to get into it. <laughs> yep, uh, let's do it. You, you tiptoed around it a little bit ago, and that is uh, uh, Carnival Cruise Line, I'm predicting, comes at a price point and probably a clientele point that's a little lower on the ladder than some of the other places. Tell us about the best cruise lines that you think are out there and you know, sort of rank them down toward the lessers. Okay, that's that's pretty easy. I used to I used to start out saying Carnival. Think of it as Motel Six. <laughs> oh, that's actually a great image, though. I that actually is a believe great you. image. Because okay. once I got to a Holland America ship, even though you know it's probably just like a Holiday Inn. Holiday Inn. At that I, point, you know, um, uh, it was still a step up for where I was, yeah. for where I was coming from. Right. And so they're trying very hard these days to to entice that that middle of the road. I'll just start with this. Uh, that middle budget person, people right. like like Royal Caribbean and rock climbing walls and <laughs> and the the then they they have also taken a portion of the ships and and tried to attract the higher echelon clients by saying, okay, you have your own dining rooms, you have this is the oh, Aqua really? Club, you have your own pool, you have so it's it's a it, it's like a a. A ship within a ship. It's like being on the club level of a hotel. Oh, right. Okay. The riffraff right. is on the bottom. It's the, it's the fast pass. It's right. the fast pass equivalent. So, but they have a, a ship that they own the line, also own the line uh, uh, Celebrity. Okay. Which is an excellent, excellent. I I hate to even call the middle middle line. I think they're just maybe just above 
middle line. Are Celeb- they a Marriott? So, so no. They're like, I, the, they're like the Lexus. Oh, you mean art com- in comparison? <laughs> yes, we're talking hotels. Yeah, like, I'd, say, I'd say a Marriott. Okay. That's a good comparison. Okay. You know, maybe even a Weston. Oh, okay. Ooh. So um, so they- It's called the what? Celebrity? Celebrity Cruise Lines. They're owned by Carnival. They they are not. They're okay. owned no. by Royal Caribbean. Okay. Okay. Um, but uh, then then but so that's that's they pretty much have something to fit everybody's budget, and yet you're on a higher tiered line. Oh, okay. Mm. And then you mentioned Holland America. Yeah. Um, I think I've only booked one Holland America, and the people were in their seventies because that's yeah, it was pretty a much really their old crowd. When that, I was that's there. still pretty much their their niche. Is that right? Yes. Why? Is, Tell is, me. I, I, it's just been that way. I couldn't really give you a positive, you Do know, they advertise reason. To, wait, wait, hold on. What are their trips? If they're I doing people over I think it's 70, word of the, mouth. Really advertise? true. So they do a lot of Alaska. Oh. Yeah. They do a, a lot of Alaska. That's how I ended up in LA. Uh, uh, I was doing the Caribbean tour and then they went to San Pedro in California mm-hmm. and um, I had the opportunity which i will always kick myself for i had the opportunity to stay on for one week to do one alaskan run and i said i'm gonna be on the west coast i'll go up to alaska myself and i've never done it yeah such a a missed opportunity we wouldn't have met so you really kick yourself we still would have met (laughs) no no Uh, we we didn't meet that week no we wouldn't have met because you know how it is everything would have changed you may not have had that couch that you surfed on and all of that (laughs) maybe yeah you're right my friend would have been gone by then you kick yourself, okay. <laughs> Moving Let's on. call it serendipity. Okay, yeah, say yeah. something good. There's okay. a reason I haven't been to Alaska. It's all Denise's fault. Uh-huh. <laughs> but they also do a lot of the uh, the Baja Mexico coast. Yeah. Those cruises, Caribbean cruises. They don't do nearly hardly any. Uh, well, not hard, I wouldn't say hardly any, but they don't do all that many European waters. You know, oceans oh, yeah, no. uh, or exotics. They they don't do many exotics. Yeah. And when I say exotics, I'm talking, I'm talking like uh, Australia, New Zealand, Tahiti. Um, you know, the Cook Islands. Uh, maybe hit Japan, Singapore, Hong Kong. Yeah. Any of any of those places. Any of those exotics. No, I mean when we were visiting with you last time, we talked about New Orleans quite mm-hmm. a bit. And one of the reasons I was there was because that was my port city. Um, oh. And I would say that is the most exotic place I had visited. <laughs> Holland America. <laughs> yeah, Holland on the Holland America. <laughs> I mean, I had already been all over the Caribbean and parts of Mexico yeah. at that point. So I was a little yeah. spoiled brat yeah. a bit. Yeah. But I mean, I'm going to be honest. I had my own cabin on that ship. Yeah. And uh, frankly, the food was way better. So yeah. you know, old people complain. You know pa- that, right? They do complain, complain about everything. Um, but the pace was slow enough where it was like I when I was working on a I was a videographer I should say that outright uh, I was a videographer and when I was on the carnival cruise line I was up at six and in bed at two a.m so <laughs> yeah. oh, uh, it was a lot they definitely partied and yeah. I would have chances to take a two or three hour nap here or there during the day um but it was go 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 when yeah. I got to Holland America everybody was in bed by 9 30 p.m <laughs> yeah. the minute the dinner oh. show was over that's a wrap that's it yeah, yeah. right so, right exactly it was nice yeah so I would say that celebrity is a really good choice for people who who want to choose between okay do we want you know deck number eight and get you know the much bigger suite or do we want deck number 
five and take a smaller suite. And we're, whereas, for instance, on Silver Sea and on Crystal, uh-huh. um, which is now coming out again after they, I took their last cruise on oh, yeah. Crystal before they were chased down by the U.S. Marshals for, the, for, <laughs> oh, not, for not paying yes, their gas they bill. Pay their, their gas their, bill. Their, yes, yes. And we got off the boat. The people got on the boat. They left. Here came the marshals yep. after them. They got to. They got to police because of taxation. They were, no, they didn't pay. They they didn't pay their fueling bill. Yeah, they'd go oh. to the port and not pay. They oh. get yeah. fueled up and not pay. They yeah. were like gassing yeah. up and just yeah. leaving the tank. Uh-huh. Yeah. Wow, that's funny. <laughs> yeah. That's why we had to make. We actually on that cruise, we uh, one of the crew members became very ill, and we had to make a little detour over to Puerto Rico to San Juan. Oh, oh wow! And they wouldn't gas him. <laughs> Because they probably owed them money. That's right. <laughs> but word it, got out. It, in any case, Crystal is back because Abercrombie and Kent has bought them. Okay. Oh, so, so they've got be at least. Their bills. Yeah, they'll be. They'll yes. And how are so they? Where do they rank on our hotel scale? Oh, I'd say that that uh, Crystal and Silver Sea are right up there, and I would call them the the Ritz Carlton. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Those okay. are the, the really nice so, yeah. Okay, let's put this in dollar perspective then. Um, one person. And then there's Regent. They're they're right up there too. Oh, they are? Yeah. Okay. okay. How but, much is it for one person to go on a, I don't know, what is it, a seven-day, 10-day cruise? I don't know what the minimum is. Okay, well, here's let's, here's that, here's a kind of a, 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 I'm glad you said for one person because this is the this is the really bad thing about the cruise industry and actually most tour operators as well. If you're a single person, you're basically SOL. Why? Because they charge you what's called a, a single fee. So you have to pay sometimes as much as 200%. Yeah. So if it's if it's $5,000 for a person, but you're going by yourself for that cabin is now $10,000. Because oh, they can normally fit two people in the cabin. Oh, that's awful. Yeah. But more, so but find a now, friend, but find a friend and go on once a again, the new trend is, is that I'm seeing these cruise lines offering lots and lots of non-single supplement cruises offered. So no single supplement. You come by yourself, it's $5,000, it's $5,000. Really? I'm seeing that happen a lot. Oh, wow. Okay. Which is, is really well, good. there's a lot of single people out there. These dating yeah, apps I mean, are like everywhere. There, there are single cruises, right? Where people are trying to meet each other or whatever. Yeah, they, that but that's frequent? mostly on Carnival. <laughs> like, oh, okay, got it, got yeah, it. so if you want to meet someone I'm with a little with substance. I know, Judy. If you want to meet with someone with substance, you want to be on a Regent cruise, babe. You want to be at the Polo <clears throat> you want to be at the Beverly Hills Polo Lounge. That's well, you, a Regent cruise. And it, and it's, you married Carnival I did. material. I totally and it's did. it's mainly the niche of of I'd say widows or divorcees or whatever in the because because those cruise lines regent crystal silver sea they hire a gentleman who will dance with you no way yes oh nice and you get your yeah. own gigolo and on they, these boats <laughs> dance partner and, and even dance and, and if you so if you dance so wish partner. you could ask him to join you for dinner the next you know whatever oh. i mean it's pretty, nice and they have dance classes okay, and, and these gentlemen. Uh, <laughs> Special know. emphasis on the whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the thing they've been doing for quite some time, oh, though. That's for quite, nice. quite some time. It's just that nobody I really. If you become a pen pal with him. All the single ladies. Friends. All the single ladies. We know where you're <laughs> headed this yeah, fall. Because that's what, I mean, they go there to be entertained and to be, you, be by you yourself. know, and yeah. right. Who yeah. wants to, who wants yeah. to. 
go back I to agree. your or go play bridge at 930 at night. No, you yeah, know. yeah, yeah. So. OK, uh, so how much is a one person rate for like the region, the Ritz Carlton of the cruise line? OK, so let's say you're going to take. OK, so I, I have um, a client that I've had forever and I will probably still have him forever. And ever <laughs> and you just can't shake this guy. Uh, you know, I'll lose all my teeth and not be able to talk on the phone and I'll still. You'll still be typing on those keys, those keys, the keyboard, um, you'll still be typing good. on it. But uh, so he and his wife are going on a um, on a cruise that is simply around the UK. So it's going to start in Dover. Okay. And it's going to go up around and it'll it'll stop at a couple of places in the North Sea Channel and up there in the Hebrides Islands and then down around up, up around Scotland. Okay. And then they're going to cross over and uh do Belfast. Well, nice. I mean they they will be, they'll port near Belfast and then down to Dublin and then across back over to Hollyhead and down to Cardiff, Wales, and then back to Dover. That sounds amazing. So that's, I believe, I'm pretty sure it's a 12-day cruise. Uh-huh. They were um, not happy because I could not get them the penthouse suite because they didn't book. I mean, this is how far out people are booking these things. Wow. What year? This year, in June. Okay. And I booked it for him probably last year in June. Oh, a year out, and he couldn't yeah. get the penthouse suite. Right. Okay, but so so here's the here's here's what the cruise lines to entice people to get back have been doing lately. They've been saying, "Give us your deposit mm-hmm. of like five thousand dollars, and you've got up till sixty days beforehand to cancel, and we'll give you twenty five. We'll give you three thousand five hundred of that back because that means they've got your money all yeah. that time yeah, to, to use yeah. And, yeah. and to to build more ships with and to make pay improvements their on their bill. ships. Yeah, totally. Pay their gas bill. totally. Yeah. So for that reason, people book like crazy, but don't but don't cancel until it's time for they have to come up with that last four thousand dollars. Are you serious? So then that yeah. penthouse suite could be on hold for up to 60 days before the somebody cancels. Literally, he is um, going in, they are going in um let's see, they the cruise actually leaves on June 2nd. Mm-hmm. And um so they're I think I got them the upgrade to the penthouse about six weeks ago. Oh, oh you had to you wait got for it. someone to cancel. Yeah. Yeah, you just got to be. You got to persevere. You got to call them every day because they don't. They don't. You know. I mean, yeah. yeah, He's he's listed, but if if his agent doesn't call, then it's the next person down or whatever. So this particular. So they did. They did get the penthouse, but prior to having the penthouse, they were booked in a category D, which means she was very unhappy. She did not have a butler in the cat in the category D. Okay, I get Um, that. No, you do not. Go ahead. <laughs> so, and it, and it was a, a lower deck, you know, like maybe deck seven instead of deck 10. And um, it was a regular suite, even though it was midship, because you don't want to be, most savvy cruisers don't want to be forward and don't want to be aft. I don't mind being aft. I don't mind. Well, I don't have seasickness, so I don't mind being aft. I kind of right. enjoy being aft and seeing the town or whatever you're leaving okay. right off your yeah. balcony okay. as you're. You know, You're, you just get jostled out. around a lot less in the middle of the boat. Exactly. Yeah. And it's close to the elevators that way. You oh, don't yeah. have to walk half the ship to the elevator mm-hmm. either. Uh-huh. Um, so in any case, so at, at that point, it was um, 
this was including airfare because this is also a new trend that all of these cruise lines are offering airfare because they've started contracting with the airlines oh, themselves. Okay. So you wonder why airfare is so high. It's because all the cruise lines have taken up all the, the cheap Great. tickets. Interesting. Great. Yeah, that makes sense. Did so, not expect that. No, because right. for instance, oh, this was this they were offering a special twenty one hundred dollars for them to fly Chicago to London wow. nonstop, of course. Okay. And then business Paris class. business class. That's not and then bad. Paris oh gosh, back to oh, so no, that's like half price. Yes, that's yeah. like amazing. I mean, I don't know if you've looked at any business class no, tickets lately. No, but Judy, we, that a, is not on our list ever of business class. But, I just bought a Subaru. <laughs> but it would, it would nor that that particular fare would probably be normally thirty six to four thousand a person. Okay. So they've started doing that. So that was included in this price I'm I'm going to give you. Give it to me. Plus Regent has now started to give you one free shore excursion every day. Oh no. So you what? don't even Is have it? to you don't have to be okay, do we do this $200 one or do we do this $400? They give you not necessarily the highest ones, but they'll give you at least two choices of a free shore excursion every day. Wow. That's incredible. Yeah. Okay, but let's hear this price. <laughs> okay. I know. It's a lot of buildup. I'm getting a, nervous. I know, I know. Yeah, okay. I'm going to guess. I'm so gonna it, guess. Was, it was 30000 Per person? No. 15000 So per 15 person. per person. For how many days? 10? 12. 12. At the Ritz-Carlton on the water. Yeah. And, um, and with airfare. And, with airfare. And, and food. Choice of an excursion a day. Right. And you do, you do also. It is expensive. And what also is important for some people who are looking at these cruise lines, too, is you have a couple, let's say, and they don't drink. Yes. Well, maybe that type of cruise isn't best for them. Maybe they need to look at celebrity unless they've just got money to blow and they don't care. Okay. Right. Because because from the moment you step on board Crystal Regent it's Silver champagne. Sea. It's um it's it's you know, you come you come back from an, an excursion and they're sitting there with a glass of prosecco waiting right, for you. Right, right. Oh, okay. You know, okay. A, yeah. a, a, you know, just what a Napoleon eighteenth brandy is is, you know, for your well, when after- you're paying fifteen thousand dollars, then that's kind of the level of service right. that you would expect from that. So yeah. um okay, that brings up an interesting point then. If you're not a drinker, because it sounds like alcohol and alcohol is exp- good alcohol is expensive. Yes. What would you do? Where would you go? Well, they the other cruise lines do what they they offer packages. But they they're they're different packages they offer. Uh, so celebrity for well Norwegian does it Carnival does it celebrity does it Royal Caribbean does mm-hmm. it but it can get expensive too because if you have one person who drinks in that cabin and picks that package both people have to take it what? that's just the the okay, industry norm if wow. I'm going with my girlfriend and she's an alcoholic I have and to you go don't with drink her, yeah I have to go with her alcoholic package yeah oh, that's you so have crazy. to pay the 450 she's gonna pay. And or the, and a lot of them even especially like let's go back to Norwegian and MSC and and those you even have to buy a soda package. What yes, really? I saw. I that. mean, you don't get. You've seen that? I did. Oh I've yeah. Seen that? Yeah. Yeah. When were you looking at cruises? A soda and juice package. <laughs> I mean, you can't just a soda and juice. Yeah. Package. No, for sure. Yeah. So it's it's a matter you know of of relative to. I get around. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> go ahead. So if you can afford the type of clientele client service customer service 
and the and the difference, you know, in in the food quality, which although I hear celebrity is excellent food is that right? quality. Yes. Okay. I mean, I can't say enough about that cruise I know, line you, because you because like that cruise line. Well, because I have a, you know, a lot of friends who are in that, you know, mid category and mm-hmm. they just, you know, they say we don't need champagne at every right. 5 minutes and and we don't need to go to the Thomas Keller restaurant you know right. twice on the cruise and and we may not do every shore excursion so why should we pay for right. the whole thing when we don't so celebrities a good niche for them because they can get as high i mean they can get a penthouse on celebrity if they want okay, to okay how mm-hmm. much then is a celebrity let's talk about like we're not talking about penthouse we're just talking like like we did before deck well, 7 well it's been a, it's been a while since i've i've done one let's say it's been about 3 years okay okay, okay. so and it was and it and and it was um, kind of the fjord. It was the fjords. It was to Copenhagen and Oslo yeah. and Bergen and out to all those ice caps. I call okay. them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and if I remember, so there was no airfare involved. Okay. And there were no short excursions included. Included, and neither one of them drink. So okay. they not, did not take a drink package, anything okay. like that. And I think it was it was a quite a long cruise. It was it was at least twelve days. Okay. okay. Um, but I think it was somewhere around like five thousand a person. Wow. Well, that makes sense because it's not you don't have the twenty one hundred dollar cost of the business class ticket. You don't have the high end uh, champagne and prosecco and scotch or whatever they're serving, yeah. and you don't have the shore excursions. The shore excursions. Yeah. So that makes sense. I was going to say it's got to be probably around $5,000. Yeah. Five to seven, so I was going to guess. though to see the right. Scandinavian countries gonna, yeah. in that manner. Sure. Sure. Do you think Celebrity has now caught up with everyone else and they're doing the packages? Like they're adding the airfare now? They're adding are the those options Oh, yeah. Built they, in? They, they are, are starting, they're starting to add the airfare as well. But I don't think they'll go to that all-inclusive situation ever where you know i mean it's because their their clientele are much more diverse than the people who always you know i mean i have a client who would he wouldn't step foot on any ship other than a region okay and i and ginger Uh uh-huh was probably cried her eyes out when when carnival got shut down because she would never step on a ship other than crystal Wait, oh, you said carnival. You meant crystal. 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 Meant, yeah. Okay, crystal. okay, crystal. Yeah. And crystal is up there with region. Silver Sea and Regent. Okay. Yes. Ooh. All right. So um, all right, that's for international seas. What about local? Like United States? Like are there cruises here that you would ever like, okay, I've never been on a cruise. Are you gonna send me to like a European cruise or would you send me to like let's just hit local but get your feet wet a little bit? When like, you say no local, pun- you mean like Caribbean or something? Yeah, like I don't know. Like you mentioned um So there none the of Saints. The, none of the high higher end will they they do not do that. Oh. But but Carnival they don't does go that. To Ocho Rios, they okay? Do. They just don't go there. Well, sometimes they they do, know, but but, but but uh like Carnival for instance, um even Royal Caribbean, mm-hmm. they'll do these little 3-4 day. Okay. Just so, you know, just to get off land and get on a on a ship and they'll leave from um, you know, Fort Lauderdale, let's say, and they'll hit Nassau okay. in the Bahamas. And then everybody, every cruise line has their own, what they call their private island, I believe, for 
I believe for Royal Caribbean, it's called Coco K. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, okay. And you just basically get off to go to the beach. They come out and do a barbecue for you. And that's okay. pretty much, you know, pretty much it. And that's that's kind of what you're talking about there. Okay. And you can, sometimes you can get a, a deal on those for as, as, as little as like, I don't know, it's like $800 a person. Oh, yeah. They're really cheap. I've seen those. Yeah. yeah okay. Six or 800 okay. a person, depending, again, depending on the cabin. Okay. If you right. want to go with a window and no, I mean, a, a window and no balcony, then you could probably get lower than that, maybe. Wow. Okay. And then are there any river cruises for the United States? Yeah, there, there's, there's, I, there are the ones, the um, American Steamship Company um, is, is one of them. It's probably the you know, most well-known. They do the Snake River out west, mm-hmm. and then they'll do the Mississippi, Mississippi. starting maybe in, uh, you know, up somewhere in, in Minnesota even, or they might start as far down as, as Louisville and then take you over, and and, um, and then they'll hit, like, um, Natchez and end up in New Orleans and, and along there. Or there's the coastal part, as I said, that might start in Virginia. Oh, okay. Or even Baltimore, mm-hmm. and come down the coast and and hit Wilmington, Charleston, Savannah, and they don't come to Jacksonville because we don't have a. It's too hard for them to get into that port and into the river. And oh, besides, right. our river flows north. Okay. Oh, wow. <laughs> so are those expensive? Would you recommend something like that for someone who's never been on a cruise? You're like no. Oh, why? Because they're ve- number one, they're very expensive. What? And Wait, I did not anticipate you saying that. No, they're they're very expensive. Like what? Give me a number. Okay, so there's one that's going in August from Boston and um, Ball Harbor and up the coast of Maine. Yeah. And then back down Rhode Island and, and, and back up in Boston. So it's just Boston round trip. And... It's, um, I think it may hit Cape Cod as well. Um, and it's nine days, I think it is. And there's no shorts. I mean, there there's a couple of places where they take you off and take you to specialty, you right. know, excursions. But they aren't every single day. And then there's, um, there's you know, pay-as-you-go drinks. Oh, okay. And... And then um, there's no pampering on this ship. That's going to be pricey for a lot of people. <laughs> oh my gosh, I know. And um, there, there's no airfare include inclusive thing because it'd be too hard to get people into okay. every totally. Baltimore. It's not yeah. like okay, they're flying into Rome, right? You know what? I have 18 people flying into Baltimore. They can't afford to contract with an airline for that, right? So, so just just basics, just basic basic about. Between sixty to seven thousand dollars a person. Wow! How many days did you say again? Ten, nine, nine, nine ten. Or ten. Oh, why is it so expensive? I, you know what? That's there's no rhyme or reason to it. I haven't figured that out either. The only thing that I can, I can, I mean, because this touches on a subject that I'm not as familiar with, and the only thing that I can think of is that the 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 upkeep and the regulations, and the the port authority fees and that kind of thing are so much higher in the States than they are oh. in, in overseas countries. Yeah, it makes sense, I guess. Are they popular, these river tours? Be- I, You know, I guess they're pretty popular. 
So people are actually taking them at $7,000 a pop yeah. when you can spend that money and go um, to a different country. You could drive to four Ritz Carltons in nine yeah. days and stay there. I can't believe it that people yeah. are actually purchasing these. Yeah, okay. but wow. but I mean, I haven't had all a ton of interest in them, to tell you the truth. Okay. You know, you ask earlier in our earlier session, in our, the other session, um, you had asked about um, about trend. And I, I meant to mention this, and I think we got off on another subject, but train travel in Canada is, is now starting to trend back higher again. No way, really? Oh. I mean, you can go, you can take train, you can take program train trips, tours uh, that start in Banff and end in Montreal. Oh, even. Oh, that's a great idea. Yeah. Train trip. When did this start, Judy? Well, actually, it's been going on, but people just haven't really, you know, gotten into t- train travel so much. Ooh. But now it's, you know, it's it's back on on track now. And and Canada's opened back up now because, you know, they were they've been shut down for like three years. Yes. Yeah, they were shut down right. a lot longer mm-hmm. than because I did a couple of of um, what they call the Rocky Mountain train tours. Okay. You know, so they start in Vancouver, um, and they take you to, up to Banff and Lake Louise and around all around there, Calgary. Okay. So it's it's very interesting, and you're you're during the day you're on these domed trains with with open platforms, so you you get to see you know everything. Oh wow! And then you'll stop at the usually their their hotels are they're they're high scale for for uh, Rocky Mountaineer trains. Oh, wow. And they're all Fairmonts. So, oh, Fairmont Hotels. Okay, mm-hmm. so okay. how many days is a train and how much is that? That's also pretty expensive. It sounds like it would be. It sounds yeah. it sounds kind of bougie. Yeah. You know, and you're 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 staying at Fairmonts. Yeah. You know, so, and when you're staying at the hotel, it's not like, okay, you got off the train, so the, the, the um, drinks and the food are on your own. No, that's included still. At the hotel? Yeah. Oh, wow. oh yeah. nice. Okay. Yeah. It is a hassle that you have to take your suitcase on and off the train. Like No, you don't. Well, well you do but you spend the night at the hotel. But, but some not just one night. Usually they'll stay two to three nights in one place. Okay. Because they'll take you out on on, on a on train trips to like local short trips. Oh, I like that. Rather than just go so I there like I think that. there were just three different hotels where they oh stayed in okay. the How much is that? Train enthusiast. How much is that? I'm just picturing myself like I see the high speed rail in my head and like me sipping on like a little something something and like, Oh forget Ooh. the high speed. Yeah, I was gonna I'm, say it's not high speed I'm, rail. I'm, oh I'm, I'm dreaming of I'm dreaming of, of the Orient Express. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. So how much is something like that? I think it was and this was about four years ago oh, actually. Okay. So it was pre COVID. Okay. Because you know as I said Canada's been shut down. I think it was probably at least probably about five grand a person minimum. Actually, that sounds great to me. And though. that's I just, swear the, to God, that just the, so good. the train. That's not getting to yeah, Vancouver yeah, and yeah. back from, you know. Is the, this is a popularity come back since COVID? Are you, people have people been requesting it? Well, people have been very shy of Canada lately, though, because oh. they've been so shut down and they're okay. they're scared to death to book anything because they're afraid they'll lock down again. Because I I have a friend who who had a trip, you know, canceled the first time because of COVID. And then supposedly they opened up again and it was all scheduled again. And then they shut it off again. So, wow, that's crazy. So I would be a little gun shy then, too. But I don't know. We're in 2023. I don't know if they're going to. I'm not afraid of Canada. 
I'm not a, I don't think I don't know. I I take the risk for the train ride for sure. Well, it's not a being afraid of Canada. It's them being afraid of us. Actually, that's a legitimate concern. Yeah. We are Americans after all. <laughs> um, okay, so I have a question though about uh, either European, uh, you know, Mediterranean. You name uh, your uh, what if for the value. Uh, it, even if it's expensive, what would, if somebody said to you, okay, I have an open checkbook right now, what cruise would you send somebody on anywhere in the world? Actually, um, it's, it's my favorite is actually not a total cruise, but so I'll give you my favorite cruise and then I'll give you my favorite where cruise was a portion of it. Okay. And that it's run by a cruise company. Okay. Okay. I think my my favorite would be um, the Greek Isles and the Turkish coast. I went okay. on a cruise down the Turkish coast. They call it the Emerald Coast of Turkey. Okay. And it, it places that just people don't go to. Antalya, yeah. Marmaris, Dietli, where we got off the boat and got onto these little small, um, these small boats that are shaped like Viking boats and and they take you down oh. this river and you can see the the burial caves you can still oh. even see inside them no way because it's 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 a little known place I mean the town's like two square blocks itself yeah, I mean, but there's I, amazing things to see yeah it's called Dikli okay and then Marmaris is is like going to the um um what Monte Carlo Oh, or pretty. the or the where does everybody go? The can can oh, film yeah, festival. It's, it's like um, going to the can yeah. of of um, Turkey of Turkey oh, because wow. you get off the boat and you're in a private dockyard that that's gated in. Oh wow! It's it's not even a public dockyard, so the cruise ship is even gated into that area. Wow! wow. nobody gets in there, and boat after boat is the the emirs, the sheikhs, the, the oh, they're all wow. you know. They, I've got a bigger, more, more beautiful yacht than you do. I've got a, and nobody ever sees. And then all lined are these beautiful cafes and right behind them are, are discos and jewelry stores oh. because at nine o'clock you at see night, her eyes light up when she said that, yeah, because at nine o'clock at night off comes the, the 20 something blondes off those yachts. Oh, of, oh. Course. <laughs> of course. And the shopping is open till 1am. No way. So they told me midnight shopping. Oh, you're here. not going there. And oh. and behind this, this you're still a part of I'm this going. enclave, so it's still gated in. There are all these jewelry stores there. So oh my gosh, it's I set up. I set up a. How come we've never heard of this town. I set up a a, a tour to Ephesus for Carlin, my girlfriend, because she was on the cruise with me, uh-huh. and she went with a couple other travel agents who were also on the cruise who had never been to Ephesus, okay. and I'd been there twice. So I said, I'm not taking the three hour ride up there and back. No way. So she didn't get back to like eight thirty that night and got on on the boat and and she said she said I just want to grab something to eat I said okay grab something to eat take a shower do whatever you want because we're going midnight shopping oh. she said what I said oh yes we're going midnight shopping that's awesome oh my yeah, gosh why so not I guess what cruise line is this yeah I was going to say it's, what cruise line it's is another this? it's another cruise line that have just actually refurbished their boats and they're trying to get back in in the niche and and because their boats were out of for several years. 
while they were refurbishing them. So I'd put them, I'd put them right along there with celebrity. Actually, Azamara. Okay. The name of it is Azamara, and they're the ones. Azamara, and they only have three ships, and they're actually. the ones that do this. Maybe trip four that you just described. Well, they did before. Okay, got you it. You know, but that was 2016, and you know, there's been a lot of political things that have happened sure. since then. I mean, you know. the fact that you're still referring to that as one of your best trips, oh, that's pretty right. incredible. Yes, okay. yeah. yes, yes. Okay. And, and then we went to a smaller, smaller islands of, of, uh, of Greece too, okay. you know, like Patmos and, and not just Santorini and Mykonos, Santorini and Mykonos, you know. Right, right. Um, but uh, the, the best, Cruise, which wasn't actually a cruise except for four days of it, okay, was Africa. Oh, so Emma Waterways is the is the cruise line that puts together this this particular trip. Okay, so you start with three nights pre-trip in in um uh in Cape Town. Cape Town. Okay, and you get taken out. To, you get taken down to the Cape of Good Hope. You get taken to a in the fishing village along the way there you get take, taken up to table mountain you go out to stellenbosch to great vineyards um it's the only place i ever did a wine tasting that was a chocolate and wine tasting oh I, those are my favorite <laughs> i do chocolate every time we go to napa it's only been a couple times so but. uh that was great and then uh they flew us to up to uh zimbabwe Oh, okay. And there we stayed at Victoria Falls at the at a hotel at Victoria Falls. So okay. naturally, oh, we saw Victoria yeah. Falls, and then we went on a on a private train car. It's like two. It's like two cars. I mean, okay. the, the driving part of the car, the oh and, and the the car where we were all, you That's know, given so hors d'oeuvres and uh -huh. drinks and and taken Pulls over and this just two cars. This yeah. famous bridge that goes into Zambia. Okay, oh. because it's it's very famous for the. You know, the bridge builder was the same guy who built that bridge where the lions killed all those all those people later on in Kenya. He was oh. the same the same guy, <laughs> oh, wow. and they had all the same kind of situation there, just not as bad, where they were all Indian workers for the most part. Oh wow! And some Asian, and they had to camp down in the riverbeds, and they were snapped up by a few lions. No oh, so, geez, Louise. Yeah, so it's, oh, it's my got gosh. A, and, and it's it, Africa, so it's, for God's yeah. sake. Yeah. And so it, that was very interesting. And then um, they flew us to Kasani, which is in uh, Botswana. Okay. And from Botswana, now that was really interesting because you had to come out of Zimbabwe, you had to get a visa. And then even though you were going through Botswana only to drive through Botswana to get to Namibia. Oh, really? I really feel like we should have a map on this table while she's <laughs> talking. I'm just looking at her with a blank face going, I have no idea what you're saying, but okay, I'm following. So <laughs> They're all the right African buzzwords. I've heard yeah. of that place. I would so love to go. So it was in three I've countries one day. Not me. Namibia, Botswana, and Zimbabwe. That's awesome. Wow. But the boat was anchored in Namibia uh, on the Chobe River. And one side of the river is one part of the river is Namibia, and the other part of the river is Botswana. Uh, so that's their so, border. Yeah. So we were on that boat for four days, and I, I this is, it's and with the name of it, it is the Zambezi Queen, which yeah. I just thought I've been on the Zambezi Queen. That's <laughs> right. Um, it was great because it was all about what we saw and the guides. It wasn't about luxury. 
the bathroom was about as big as this table. Okay. Right. You know, everybody had the same cabin. There weren't okay. any suites or anything like that. But there were only 14, 13 of us. <gasps> Oh, this was so, this was like basically one of your river cruises. You you were telling me about the, the well, the boat only holds the intimate. boat only the boat only holds sixteen. Right, but the point being that like it's really all about the place, not the yes. boat. Yes, yes, exactly. And so we came. I mean, four days of that was just incredible. Wow, in, incredible of what you would see on on the river and and getting off the boat and see in the the safaris. And then they they uh, took us back over to Victoria Falls and we flew then to Johannesburg. Okay. Where we just did an overnight, two nights in Johannesburg, and then we went down to Kruger National Park. So the boat part of it was only, but you ask me what was that? It's yeah. put on by a river cruise. I mean, the whole tour is is yeah. What's the name of the company again? Emma A M A Emma Waterways. Emma Waterways. Okay. Yeah, but the and boat you were on was called the Queen. What was it? The Zambezi Queen. Okay. Zambezi okay. Queen. Wow, very yes. cool. Why do they always name yeah. them queens if they're river boats? It's interesting. <laughs> I don't know. Well, they had they had the, another one called the Chobe Princess. Oh. And oh, that's right. one that was contracted out, but I guess Emma had the contract for the, the couple of years with the Zambezi oh, okay. Queen, and that's the one they liked the best. The crew was incredible. And the the what you would call the cruise director or the director of that boat and his partner, they actually lived there. They would take a little motor launch from the boat over to their oh. house on the on the wow. and all of the workers that worked on the boat would meet them down at their house on the on the shore to be bring, brought in over to the boat every day. Oh, on the Zambezi Queen. Mm-hmm. Okay, so here's my question. You're on this boat for how many days? Four days. Oh, that's it. Okay. Yeah. So I was like, with 14 people, did you get sick of them? But after four days, no. It's like Well, yeah, just- but I was with these people all for four. Yeah, 17 days. Oh, 17 okay. days okay. we were all together. So you were four days on the boat, but then the other 13 days um, you were on land with them. Yes, okay. we were at Victoria Falls, Johannesburg. No, they okay. were they were great. I mean, of course, there's always going to be one person that's annoying, annoying but you yeah. know, but you, you let it go. You say, look where I am. I can't be annoyed. That's, you know. that's a very good way to look at it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you're saying Celebrity Cruise Line is really among the best values out there. I do. I think that's true. I think okay. Celebrity is one of the best values for 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 what for the kind of service you get and the quality of the the crew and the food and and you know everything. I think the rooms, you know, the cabins, I think it's it's probably the the best as far as, you know, if you're not just wanting to say I have to have a butler or right. something like <laughs> that. Right, right, right. Yeah. All right, so we appreciate all of your expertise on cruises. Uh, I think Denise is going to be giving me the full court press to oh, take yeah. her <laughs> on one soon Uh-oh. after hearing everything from you, especially the trends and everything you have to offer. Uh, we truly appreciate every time we get to sit with you, your 25 years of being a travel advisor. And I cannot uh, thank you enough for hosting us again in your wonderful house. Oh, it was, it was enjoyable. I, I, I really had a good time. Thank, Thank you, so, you so, much. so much. I never get tired of talking about travel. Oh, well, we may end up doing another one. Maybe we'll just do like a Cousin Judy, like drop yeah. in. Like, hey, what do you think of this place? I know, for sure. We, uh, I smell a spinoff. <laughs> Thank you so much. All right. All right. We're going to take this one out. Empty nest, full tank. See you guys next week. Check the mic and make sure it sound right, boys.